0: Welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket podcast. We definitely appreciate the listen. Do us a favor and click the like and follow to keep up with what's latest going on with the Grabbing the Brisket crew. Also, do us a favor, man. Drop us a review. We would love to hear the feedback. Good, bad, or Alden would say, indifferent. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. Can I
1: just announce that we have a new... Um, Partner,
0: announce, announce it away, John. Can I get some announcement music
1: or something? I feel like we should have some.
0: We're not getting married. What? What is he doing? Oh my god! Forget it. We'll do it without the music. What is announcement music? I don't don't know what what announcement
1: music is. That's an
0: update. That's a breaking news. Yeah, that's a breaking news. Same
1: thing. Announcement. Breaking news. Same thing.
0: We're going live. On location, news.
1: okay. Forget it. Our new partner is Yeti Coolers. So oh, that's freaking awesome because we use the shit out of Yeti. Like really it's do. nice to have a sponsor. I mean, all of our sponsors are stuff that we use and love. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, we use the shit out of Yeti
0: to uh, hold yeah. all our juice boxes and and whatnots. right water bottles right. and oh, the briskets.
2: Correct. We do rest a lot the of the ones we don't grab in the brisket. They go
0: into the Yeti. That is very true.
1: Yeah. Anyways, I'm pretty stoked about that.
0: I love that. And you know what else I'm stoked? Well, can we just go ahead and say, hey, uh, Matt and Jan are not here this week? Yeah. So you'll probably
1: hear the rest of us talk more.
0: Yeah. Be a whole lot of us. Which is (laughs) good. It's either going to be good or bad. It's weird. We're going to find out. When's the last time we was 3 pieced? The ratings Mm. just skyrocketed. Right? What happened? Right. (laughs) Probably not, but... Let's go ahead and uh, roll in. Let's let's, uh, let's get the phone. Uh, I feel like, hey, let's dial in. Let, let's uh, get up the phone, and we're going to dial
1: uh-huh.
0: Matt and call him right Your now. Your
1: fingers is like you're doing the rotary
0: phone. You're lying, John. It actually, it was. But uh, <laughs> I do remember having a phone like that before. On Not at my house, but it was in my grandma's house. My grandma had one, too. On yeah. the wall. Yeah. Now I saw a, a cool video where they they gave a phone like that to mm-hmm. younger kids and they're like okay and it worked it was like hey you have to call so and so they were
1: like we'll give you a hundred bucks if you can do this in the next five minutes and so they
0: couldn't they do couldn't it. do it
1: no they none were none like, of them could they're like poking in the numbers mm-hmm. and they're like how does this work done Uh so good
0: kids are dumb kids are very dumb all right so Jan's in Vegas Matt uh, he's quarantined at home because I guess one of his kids classmates came down with COVID, so they're, mm-hmm. they're doing the quarantine Hope that kid gets thing. better soon. Yeah, so they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. We appreciate it. you, Matt. Jan's running around in Vegas. I mean, hey. Yeah. Not quarantining. Not quarantining. Yeah, so just the 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 spectrum, just both ends of the spectrum right there. Mm-hmm. So, very nice. So and we he have, left us here to fucking figure this shit out, dude. Exactly. We're yeah. over here just pushing buttons. That's boop, what we boop, do. What does so that button do?
1: Don't touch. Don't touch the board, please.
0: Definitely what? do not touch the board.
2: What does this mic
0: do? You're gonna push one of these buttons, and it's gonna inject you out of this <laughs> <Yeah>. garage.
1: <laughs> Look at that! It shot out on the wrong one. <laughs> <lawn. laughs>
0: so we, we, we have an awesome guest coming up here uh, in a few minutes. Uh, probably as soon as I get done with this introduction. So mm-hmm. we got we got Matt Gork from Gork Boys Barbecue. So we've seen him all over social media. So anybody that's in probably cooking or barbecue field uh, has probably seen some of his videos that he's producing. I know he's got some, a lot of how to barbecue cook type stuff. I know he cooks on a badass like Myron Mixon water smoker. He cooks on lots of I'm stuff. I think interested in and seeing, I know he does a lot of Weber cookings too. So hopefully we can get again. We only have a short period of time to discuss all this stuff with him. So hopefully we can get to it all. Um, so I'm just going to, Hey John, let's go ahead and just get this guy dialed up. Let's go. All right, so this is James from Grabbing the Brisket Guys and Hey, let's welcome in Matt Gork from Gork Boys Barbecue. So I'm a huge fan. I'm familiar with your work all over social media, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, um, Facebook, all that stuff. So, hey, we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to shoot a little shit with us and talk a little barbecue.
3: Sure thing, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's it's 9 p.m. over here on the East Coast, so the boys are in bed. I got my beer open, so we're good.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. What's the beer of choice?
3: I'm I'm drinking a Miller High Life now. Nice. All right. Yeah. Okay. A little old school. Where <laughs>
0: whereabouts on the East Coast?
3: Um, I'm in South Jersey, so uh-huh. I'm about uh I'm about a half hour outside of Philly.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. we we discussed a little bit of that with um uh Al Dente Diva. Uh, yeah,
3: I'm I'm in a town called Medford Lakes. Um i teach in washington township uh washington township high school which is one of the biggest well it's the biggest school in south jersey so uh huge high school uh t is i think about two two and a half hours north of me
2: okay yeah so, so we're, crazy, gonna man.
3: we're gonna link up at some point
2: yeah yeah it's so crazy everything up there's up north is so close man and uh you know being down here where we're at you know we're uh but well, most of us are Dallas Cowboys fans, and uh, you've been in, like, Jersey. You know, we know where, like, like you know, Maryland's at and, you know, Landover, Maryland, where Washington's at, stuff like that. It's like, they seem so close, but then they travel way down here to play
3: Dallas. Like, what's that all about? <laughs> That's why when most people ask me where I'm from. It's it's so much easier for, you know, from a location standpoint from, for people that are further down south or out west just to kind of keep hitting it Philly, you know. Sure. Philadelphia and that I'm fairly close to there and being an Eagles fan people tend to at least on social media they tend to think I am I live in Philly um, <laughs> but South Jersey the area I'm in is kind of like it's referred to as like little Philly a lot of transplants that used to grow up that grew up in Philly and then came over to kind of live that suburban life kind of moved into the town where you know the areas where I'm at now.
0: Yeah, we're kind of kind of in a similar fashion. So we're we're just south of Houston in a little suburb called Pearland. So, and a lot, a lot of people get it confused and they call it Pearl Land. So, it's really, <laughs> uh, so we we all know all too much about that. Uh, and and hopefully the the Cowboys Philly um, deal is not an issue. I know it's not an issue with us. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Sorry to tell you guys. Yeah. But, uh, not at all. Yeah.
3: Listen, we're we're all struggling this year, so oh, I think we're all sure. in the same boat, really. I'm just glad we got a little football that we can sit there and watch and cheer for. I know. That's at the very least. It's you know, It takes your mind off things for a little bit.
0: So how's the uh, – I mean, uh, we're, we're all kind of, I guess, in the same boat struggling with the, the COVID and trying to navigate this whole um, circumstance that we're under with. But uh, I know you do barbecue. I know you probably do a little catering as well, and I know you do a lot of <laughs> – a lot of cooking for charities and some type of fundraising events and, and stuff like that. Uh, for the people that may not be familiar with your work, why don't you go ahead and just uh, let them know who you are and uh, maybe drop some uh, Instagram ads and, and TikToks and all that stuff like where they can find you at.
3: Yeah, so I'm, uh, my name's Mac Rourke. Um, you know, Gork Boys Barbecue is the name of the barbecue business that I started a uh, little over two years ago now. Um, September was two years, so it really hasn't even been that long that I've been in the, the catering, you know, event, you know, business. Um, I've been playing around in my backyard with the smoker and barbecue for, you know, five, six years now. I've been in, in food my whole life. Um, you know, grew up working in restaurants and kitchens, you know, all through, God uh, from the time I was 16 until my early 30s you know would get done teaching on Friday and shoot right to the restaurant and wait tables all night you know and then go out Friday night go out Saturday night spend all the money that I made waiting tables and be <laughs> up for school in the morning you know yes so <laughs> that's kind of so I mean I, I really was familiar with that lifestyle in terms of the restaurants and kitchens it was something that I felt like I wanted to do early on When i was in high school and there was a chef that i worked with way back um when i was 16 and impressionable impressionable and he uh he actually told me in the kitchen one time when we were talking about wanting to go to johnson and wales for culinary and stuff he i worked my way up from washing dishes at 16 to being on the line with him helping them prep and you know all that stuff and plate so he told me one day he was like listen if you want if you want a family and you want to have kids and holidays with your, with your family and stuff, you, you might want to rethink being a chef. Cause it's, you know, on, on all those holidays, when you're going to want to be home with your family and kids, you're going to be in a kitchen cooking for other families. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that is weird at, at a young age that hit me, you know, it really did. Um, and you know, sure enough I didn't get into it and went to college and, you know, I've been teaching since 2003. I'm 42. And, you know, my father-in-law about five years ago dropped a, a $160 Masterbuilt smoker in my kitchen and was like, listen, I've had this. He ordered it off Amazon and had it in his garage for like six months, like never used it. And he was like here and he gave it to me. And that was it. man. that was like all I needed and that next morning i think i ran out that night and got some wings and a pork butt and some you know some sausage and a bunch of stuff and and that morning i woke up at like 5 a.m like it was christmas morning put that <laughs> thing awesome. together start through some meat on there and that was that was it man that was all she wrote i was i was hooked five there's something guys about waking up at 3 a.m 4 a.m 5 a.m and getting a coffee and sitting outside just watching you know making a fire and um, you know watching the smoke and checking temperatures and really enjoying the process and that's what I've really grown to love the most which is why I don't really use pellet grills a whole lot um, and things like that because as convenient as they are and they all have a place um, but I just love that process so much and that's what what I've really grown passionate about is playing with fire, you know, and along with that comes messing up some food too. And I still do at times, but, um, you know, if you're not messing things up every once in a while, you're not learning. So, um, yeah, it kind of blew up from there and being a teacher, um, as I started cooking more, uh, a lot of my family, you know, friends in the neighborhood started tasting my stuff and, they liked it. And then next thing you know, hey, my kid's having a birthday party. Would you mind making some pulled pork for me? I'd be like, all right, throw me 30 bucks. You know, cost me 15 to buy, you know, most of the stuff I need. You know, at, at first I was just doing it for cost. I'm like, oh, yeah, here, it cost, me, it cost me $15. Just give it to me and come hang out and bring a six pack and, you know, I'll, I'll give you the food. <laughs> um, and then once I got to a point where I was like, man, this could really be something. Um, I, I started doing it just from my backyard, like, you know, charging, like double whatever my cost was. And, uh, that was just for friends and family and stuff, just word of mouth. Um, and the whole time I was doing that, I kind of transitioned. My Instagram went from, you know, my kids and my family and things we were doing just everyday life. Like most people's Instagrams are. To them being filled with meat. Yeah. And I kid you not, guys, this is this is just funny shit. I had people actually DM me saying, hey, um, you know, I just want to see your kids. Like, that's why I follow you. We're, enough with, um, we're, we're done with the meat pics, man. Yeah, like, you know how, people how the kids doing? Need, people have this, like, internal, like, selfish need to tell you that they're unfollowing you. Like, I would have noticed. <laughs> right exactly yeah, yeah. J- just They're leave like, hey, just leave drop the line. just to let you know I'm, I'm not following you anymore i'm like okay my re- response was like um okay like okay <laughs> and uh yeah, that, that, happened, that happened that with, happened with multiple people and uh that was when it really hit home that man this 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 is going to be something and i kept posting and people were commenting or it was were super supportive i don't it, you guys know the the food community is crazy and drama filled as it could be. Yeah, I don't know that there's one that's more supportive. Um, in the long run, uh, it, it's just been crazy, um, and that's kind of how it started. I was posting and posting, and um, from a social media standpoint, that's that's how that's how I started to build it. I started a YouTube and never really touched it, but I had one. Um, you know, the Instagram was growing and I was so focused on that and, and trying to post and make good content. And at that time people were like, so hooked on reaching out and pitching companies for free shit all the time. And I, I got wrapped up in that as much as anybody did, you know, felt like I was the coolest person on the block when I got a free knife from some knife company, you know? And, uh, it's cool to sit back now and watch how much that has changed uh, where you know, honestly, the people out there taking free stuff from companies are actually hurting. Um, you know, people like T and I, and hurting themselves in terms of wanting to turn this into something that can actually be a paycheck or profitable. Yeah. Um, so that that's been the most crazy thing over the last year, especially since COVID happened. You know, but the business the business kind of grew from from the ground floor up, like starting with that stuff. And then, you know, being a teacher, my wife and I have gone through um, some struggles building our family. Um, We had, you know, five losses overall um, in the process of having our two kids. And just it's all heart wrenching and heartbreaking. Mm, But as a teacher, there aren't many better communities you could be part of when you have students every day and colleagues and, community members and families that just lift you up, you know, and that's what I found through all that time, um, that I just had such an amazing support system, um, outside of just my immediate family, which is a given, um, you know, so our last loss that we had, um, was about 18 weeks in and, uh, it was complete shocker. And, um, you know, we just went to an ultrasound one day and his heart stopped and, uh, you know, it was, it, it was rock bottom man. and, uh, I missed school for about a week and, uh, my wife was out for a while at the time we had, we had our two boys. Um, so, you know, with that being said, we were blessed to have the boys we have, but you know, I'm blessed to be able to come home to them cause they, you know, just having them was, um, you know, our saving grace, but yeah. When I got back to school, I'm a health and phys ed teacher. So it just so happened that I was in health, the marking period that it happened. And my second period class, the day I went back, um, I didn't really know how to handle it. They all knew that we were pregnant. They knew that I was expecting a third kid. A lot of them, my son went to went to daycare at my high school they have a daycare program at the school for teachers oh, that's so a lot of my students had met my kids um, and knew them by first name you know? so uh, when I came to school that day they knew something was wrong because I don't miss a week at a time ever and uh, so I pulled up a chair and I just sat down in the middle of the room and I told them what happened um, <clears throat> you know we cried I cried I was vulnerable and they cried and were upset and uh, You know, that's kind of how I handled it. So I took it as an opportunity to teach. I try to take everything as an opportunity to teach. I try to make my social media, you know, to educate people a little bit, not just on food, but on how to treat people and how to act. I try to hopefully show people some laughter and fun and positivity. Um, So a couple days after that long talk with all my classes, Um, my second period class met me at the, um, at the front of the, the, the room and they handed me a card and it, it said, you know, a bunch of stuff about how much they appreciate me and what a great job I, you know, how much they appreciate me teaching them about keeping your head up and, um, being positive through everything. And they, um, they put Sixers tickets in there. They bought for my wife and I and told us to go take a, a night off and go on a date, and you know, have a good time. And um, they they recorded my reaction on, and they posted it on Twitter <laughs> with my permission, oh, nice. with my permission. They asked me first and I said, sure, because at the time I was loving social media. Right. I was all over with the food and stuff. And uh, it kind of went viral. And uh, I when I, I, I saw that, that. Yeah, when I saw it happen, I wanted to um, do something for them. So I reached out to the Sixers and some contacts that I had. And long story short, we ended up turning into a big um, a big field trip. And we all went. Um, I brought all my kids and my parents and some family members. And we all went to the Sixers game together. It was on every news channel around. And it ended up in L.A. Like it, it ended up on... An affiliate station out in los angeles and i had a friend called his name's udi and udi greenberg and he's from meet the butchers um on instagram and he uh, reached out to me and said listen i saw what your kids did for you um i want to throw i want you to throw a barbecue for them and i was like well I teach at a school with like 2,500 kids. I can't just throw a barbecue for 20 of them, right. you know. I would, I would, they would kill me. Um, <laughs> at the time, a lot of the kids knew that I cooked and stuff. So um, so I ended up, you know, he said, whatever you think you can do, go for it. And I got in touch with my administration, and we turned it into a big, huge fundraiser. And I did pulled pork sandwiches, chips, and a bottle of water for 10 bucks at the home opening football game. And uh, we raised like over three grand uh, for three different charities. And uh, that's where it started. So in order to do that, I had to have a business to run that fundraiser. So I did that. I started the business and that was my first quote unquote gig. Um, And it was a rousing success and kind of established me as someone in the community that not only wants to give back, but wants to continue to pay it forward through my business, you know. And I think I've I've done a pretty good job of doing that. Um our first year, my first year in business, I raised about twenty five thousand dollars for charities. So and veterans, did MS, the MS Society, Operation Smile. My son, my oldest son was born with a cleft lip and palate. Um so that's kind of how it all exploded I mean, so many friendships and partnerships now with different foundations that you know the the charity and, and fundraisers just kind of you know come along with it and uh being a teacher i do a lot of the stuff through the school you know a lot of their fundraisers and community events i'm always part of which is why COVID sucks so bad because a lot of that has been shut down so um i'm taking the fall and winter off from the catering for the most part the events and I'm really just doing like small catering jobs, you know, nothing crazy. <clears throat> so that's kind of the short of it, even though I rambled on for a little while. No, you're, no,
0: good. you're good,
2: man. Um, <laughs> I do want to say, man, it's it's admirable admirable what you do, man. You know, and uh, I'm going to tell you first and foremost, it's 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 kind of weird sometimes when we have guests on, you know, and most we've heard of, some we haven't. And it's like, now I got to go research, you know, do my research. And sometimes, sometimes I feel like a like a creep, you know, just like researching, researching people, you know what I mean? Stalking. You mean stalking? stalking, Yeah, like stalking (laughs) and stuff like that. And uh, like I say, you know, you were talking about the Sixers thing and um, I saw that, you know, on on YouTube and for some reason I was having problems with YouTube and I wasn't able to watch the video. And, um, but you know, what I I want to get to was uh, how was your experience on the uh, Good Morning America, man, you know, with all your charity stuff that you were doing and, and stuff like that. How was that whole experience for you?
3: Yeah, that was incredible. I mean, it was such a it was such a, a shock that that ended up turning out the way it did in terms of the grant that they that they gave to myself and the the other small business owner uh, who was a daycare owner I think down in Georgia and uh, I mean that all came through thanks to my relationship and the support from Sam's Club um, you know I was doing. The way that kind of went down was crazy i was doing a, a cook for a group that when covid hit uh march april um there was a group in my community that got together and started a foundation to feed hospital uh right. hospital workers emts um you know frontline people
2: sure and i did uh, see that in my uh the whole time i was you know basically uh stalking stalking you i did i didn't see that
3: story <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so that was actually the, the guy who started it, him and his mom. He's a, he's a buddy of mine just from around town. So when I saw him doing that, I just reached out to him and was like, listen, if, if I can provide some barbecue for a day, you know, let me know. I'd love to do it. And at the time, I didn't know what, the, what, the, what their basic idea was. I just figured I'd cook and give them some food and they would take it to the hospital. Um, but the way it actually turned out, which makes their efforts so amazing, not just for frontline workers, but for small business owners, was that they were taking donations in order to buy the food from the small business owners and then feed the feed the frontline workers. So
2: That's awesome. It that is awesome.
3: Man. It's crazy, right? So in a, in a lot of situations like that, you, you go to a restaurant or somewhere and say, hey, would you donate food? Would you... Do you know, give us food to be able to donate to frontline workers. Well, they kind of twisted the whole thing. And not only did they help the frontline workers, but they paid us as well. And to be able to, you know, all these businesses and, and restaurants that they were able to partner up with, myself included. Right. Is that kind um, of that uh, that, that
2: grant that you were um, alluding to, I guess, on, <laughs> on your bio
3: type deal, oh, man? Yeah. The, the Good Morning America. Game, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that kind of led to it. So um, the foundation was paying was paying the small businesses, and we were giving them like we were doing it for like half price, just because it is a charity. Sure. Uh, but while I was doing the cook for that, I was on my trailer cooking some pork butts and brisket, and I was going live on TikTok, and I see Sam's Club pop up. On my on my live with their blue check mark, right? And I'm like, whoa! Like Sam's Club is watching me right now. So I get all my meat from Sam's Club for catering. So I'm like talking to them on the live, and I'm like, yo, Sam's Club, what's up? Like <laughs> I'm the best customer, I'm spending like a thousand dollars a day at your store. Like, come on, man, throw me a bone. What's did up? they did they and ask
2: I'll, you what the two uh, percent Uh, the stuff that you don't buy from them is so maybe they can start carrying it
3: (laughs) well i told them on there well they commented and they were like well um we were gonna ask if that's sam's club meat that you're cooking and i was like hell yeah it is it's where all that's where i buy everything so um we got in after i got off the live i actually ended up getting a dm from them and then that turned into an email and uh we kind of went forward just kind of chit chatting a little bit And then they reached out and said that they were going to do a feature on some small businesses um, for a campaign that they were doing. And they wanted to kind of just throw out, you know, these small businesses and um, promote them, you know, best they could as Sam's Club members and small business owners. So I said, sure. And we went through that whole process. And then a few days later, they emailed me and asked if I would uh, be okay with being in the running to possibly be on good morning america um or access hollywood and i said hell yeah like yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> i would love that like you can i talk to mario lopez or something like that <laughs> right <laughs> so like save save by the bell how, how was it Come working
0: on. with uh zach and uh, everybody on yeah. save by the bell yeah, yeah like
3: that that guy man that was my childhood so <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, awesome. And, uh, it turned out they had like six or seven small businesses and they were going to pick two of them to be featured on good morning America. And, you know, I made it along with the other woman who was the the daycare owner. And we went through the whole interview process and we went on, you know, the show. And at the end of the show, they surprised us both with the, uh, $10,000 grant from Sam's club. And, uh, I'll tell you, it was a game changer for us as a family, just because of how I knew that eventually I was going to have to shut down this catering thing for a period of time because of COVID. And, uh, you know, we're both in education. My wife and I are both in education. We live paycheck to paycheck. And I've been, you know, I've been working two, three jobs at a time my whole teaching career. I've been a coach. I've been a driver's ed instructor. I've been a a server at restaurants, bartender, like I've done it all. I've never just taught, you know, um, cause that just doesn't make ends meet. So that was a huge, um, help for us. And from a business standpoint, I was, I had just recently, um, bought a trailer and I was kind of in debt from that. So that 10, that 10 grand went right back into my business and paid off that trailer that I bought. So, Um, it couldn't have come at a better time with COVID happening and, uh, you know, to be able to do some things charitable, you know, from a charitable standpoint during COVID has been, has been pretty cool.
2: That's awesome, man. Um, so you're in the teaching business here in Texas. I think they're getting to the point where they're going to have like barbecue classes in high school. Is that something that could happen up there in Jersey?
3: (laughs) I'll tell you what, I I've, I've read some articles about that, like having, (laughs) having classes and. Since since I've kind of blown up a little bit on TikTok and all my kids know me, you know, for that now, um, it's not something that's out of the realm of possibility. I think I could probably start like a smoking club. I I, I don't think I could call it that, but it would have to be like barbecue club. But um, I I don't think that would be out of the realm of of possibly happening because I know I'd get the support. You know, I, I get the support with anything I do. And we could turn it into like some uh, community, you know, events in right. order to sure. you know continue to pay it forward.
0: Yep. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit. I, I know you got the trailer, and now you, you know you have the, the Myron Mix water smoker on the trailer. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that because it, our other guy Jan, if he was here today, he'd definitely be asking about that because we're
3: we're very curious how those smokers work, how efficient <clears throat> they are. Uh, yeah. All that good stuff. I mean, if you if if you want efficiency, that's what that's what they do, man. These things are the, the the MMS 48 that I have is it's a tank. They make them in a they make them in a 36 of 48, and I believe a 60, and then they have like a 72 that's just a freaking monster. Mm-hmm. Um, I have 48, which is a pretty average size. I could fit about 20. I think I've had 24, 24 pork butts on that thing. Uh, You know, so it, it can, it can bang out a lot of meat at one time. And it's so it's, it's hot and fast cooking. You know, I adopted really early on. I went to Myra Mixon's barbecue school when I was really early into the smoking game. And when I left there, I was like hot and fast, man. That's it. That's the way to do it. And as I as I continued practicing and kind of getting my times down and my temps down, not only is hot and fast able to turn out an incredible product that I'll put toe to toe with anybody that smokes twelve to fifteen hours, I do it in five and a half. Um, and you get you know, a little bit of sleep. You're not. Uh, uh, and I sleep right, yeah. and, and I get sleep, and it's more time with my family, and mm-hmm. it's you know, so. I just, I'll never go back. I don't see myself going back. I think even if I get, like, I'm eventually going to get something else. Um, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to that. But I don't, I, don't, I think I'll always cook hot. Like, I'll always cook at 300. I just love it. Um, and yeah. I, you, can, you can cook hot and fast on any, you know, I, I cook hot and fast on my Weber kettle in my backyard, you know. But the thing that sets the Myron Mix and Smoker apart is – the, the full size integrated water pan that is edge to edge on that thing. So the firebox is below the water pan and you you fill the water pan with an auto fill, you know, you hook the hose up and that thing stays full the whole time you're cooking. So you don't have to constantly fill it up, um, which is super convenient. And that water starts to get to a rolling boil. And you get that, that thing dials in, man, right where you want it. And it just stays. It's all military grade steel insulation. Um, the thing is a tank. And I'll get that to 300, 325. You know, I'll cook mostly at 325 and just let it roll. I do my pork butts and briskets three hours, I'm wrapping them. And then, you know, done in another two, five hours, I'm done. And then I rest them for about three minimum um you know i'm resting for almost as long as i'm cooking so um you know i think the rest is probably one of the most underrated things in barbecue that people mess up
0: (laughs) yeah no definitely so we we come from a little bit of a from a backyard cook to competition cook to um i don't know what you call us now podcast cook drinking oh, no. beer or talking on a <laughs> microphone. But, uh, so we, we, we cut our teeth doing hot and fast type, yep. probably not as hot as it is 325, but really 275 to 300 to yeah. maybe a little bit longer. And yeah, I mean, you're only getting about four, three and a half hours of smoke and then you're wrapping it and then you're pushing it through that stall and you're pulling it off. And I mean, it just produces just super tender, awesome barbecue. I mean, no matter what it's you great. cook. I mean, you're doing ribs, you're doing pork butt, you're doing brisket. Yeah.
3: It, it's all the Yo. same. Yeah. It's it's all hot and fast. And, I mean, the ribs, I'm done in three hours, you know. Um, it's, it, it is. It's it's killer. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, how did, how does it get tender in just three hours? And I'm like, man that water pan and wrapping it through the stall and it's like well how do you get that smoke ring and i'm like your your smoke ring those first three first off i think a crazy smoke ring is overrated like right just because just because it has a crazy smoke ring doesn't mean it's gonna taste good but um you know regardless of what you're smoking those first three hours are it like you, you can't that's all you need like you're not gonna. If, as long as you're getting that smoke for those first three hours, right? You're good beyond that. Yeah. Like, it's not like oh, I need to. I needed to get six hours of smoke. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After that third third hour, you're not really gaining much in flavor in terms of smoke. Yeah, you're you're just getting that uh, the, uh, the char that on point. the outside, yeah. the, the bark, yeah, or whatever it is, and
0: really honestly, depending on how you're running your fire, I mean, it could just be nasty you know like bitter right. creatine yeah. soaked whatever i remember yeah. like back in the day we're doing a competition and we, we had this guy next to us that was cooking he he brought this trailer he's doing an offset smoker and his whole plan was he was going to do like a 16 hour smoke on this competition
1: I had a competition yeah
0: no he started <laughs> cooking like on friday like morning or whatever it was and he went all day into the night and then got finished up uh, i think he we rolled up about i think six or seven o'clock in the morning okay we're firing up the pits we threw that brisket on we cooked in about six seven hours do we totally kick the shit out of him and he was so pissed off that he just spent like 16 18 hours getting no sleep on this brisket
3: <laughs> oh, he was so mad, but hey. it is torture. Yeah. It's torture. But that's listen, that's I this is going to be a little bit of a controversial statement. Um but you know, like I bark is overrated. I, you guys might not even agree with me. I love it, right? Like I love a nice chunk of you know that corner of the pork butt that just has all that, that goodness in the bark, but right, like the burnt it, end. Uh, right. Yeah. And the burn ends are something totally different. Right. I mean, but I just don't like my, the, my, my pork butt, especially like it's most of the meat is on the inside. Like that, right. that, that bark is just on the edges. And especially when you have, really good quality meat. Like I've cooked some Wagyu briskets and things like that. And I don't really care about the bark on a Wagyu brisket. Yeah, you care and about I'm the not, flavor. I, right. I don't do competition. So I don't care about that part of it. Um, you know, on a, on a Wagyu brisket, I don't want this sweet, thick bark. That's going to mask the flavor of every bite of this beautiful beef that I take. You know, um, so I do get some good bark, but it's certainly not what you see some people post on social media. Like, look at this bark, We're like, no. <laughs> sure. I'm like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, I'll put my food up flavor for flavor against anybody, but, um, you know, certainly some, they look really, really good with a nice, big, set bark, you know. Right. But I'm just like, eh, you know, I don't know. We got a very.
0: We kind of vary just a little bit uh, being in Texas. Uh, you know, we're surrounded by people that, that – and they have to cook 16 hours. You do 225. You're using nothing but salt and pepper. All yeah. that all that, blah, 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 blah type, type stuff. And you, you try and you're like, it, it's okay. It's good. But where's the flavor at? Where, where's yeah. the seasoning at? I mean, I need a little bit more flavor. And they just don't yeah. put it out there. I mean, but hey – Everybody's got their own opinion. Yeah,
1: I think flavor is key, and then tenderness, and bark is somewhere a little bit less important
2: than those.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. So I let me ask that.
2: you, Matt. So we uh, we have a, obviously we talked about him earlier. Um, one of our other uh, podcast mates uh, is not able to be here tonight, but he uh, sent some questions in, and he uh, he's actually very curious about your uh, Captain Crunch. And yeah. I mean, how's the bark <laughs> turn out on those? I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
3: Oh, uh, the Captain Crunch I smoked. Yeah. Listen, that that was I mean, they were surprisingly good. Um, I'll tell you, if I'm learning anything through this hashtag that I created on TikTok, does it smoke? It's kinda like a series that I've that I started a couple months ago and it, it kinda went viral and my videos have done good and it it's really what helped me blow up to the point where I got over a million. Just because the engagement was so out of this world in terms of things people were freaking commenting for me to smoke, and you know, keeping in mind that a lot of the demographic is younger, they want to see some crazy shit. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's been fun. I mean, what's, um,
0: what's the craziest? I mean, I know I've seen the Oreos. I've seen the um, what smells the worst?
3: <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. The Captain Crunch was was, was it pretty surprised. Bad? I, Here's what I've learned. Did it have crunch berries? You legitimately can <laughs> smoke anything. Like, oh, yeah. you can't yeah. smoke anything. And the Captain Crunch was good. I would never make them again. Um, <laughs> I did a video today. I'm doing this week. I'm doing just does it smoke videos. So every day this week, I'm posting a does it smoke video, and that's it. I'm not doing anything else because TikTok has been wonky. for like the last month or so views are impossible it's a friggin mess do they want you to blow up it's so crazy so i'm doing just a dozen smoke videos and the last two that i started two days ago i posted one yesterday one today and or no this was my third one today and my first two have gone over like four hundred thousand views so they're doing good and uh i did pizza today i smoked a pizza Which we all know is excellent. So there's not even any question there. Um, Two days ago, I smoked hot pockets. (laughs) Uh, I saw saw that. Yeah, I saw the hot pockets. Yeah,
1: the bacon wrapped.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I wrap everything in friggin' bacon because why not? Um, (laughs) And bacon and bacon smokes so well. Um, So those two were those two were good. And then today, I did one today that was hands down. The best hashtag doesn't smoke that I've ever done. I don't even know if I want to tell you guys. I might just want to wait for you to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Yo. So, and this is, I don't know how old you guys all are, but it'll, I mean, how old are you? Same age, same age as you, yeah. 42. Yeah,
1: right, right, James so, is really old. The rest of us are a little all right, younger. So, we
2: all, we so all crushed guys, on Kelly Kapowski as well.
3: Most of, the, <laughs> <laughs> most of these kids nowadays, like, I can't imagine if I uh, if I ask a kid when's the last time you ate a honey bun, you know they're probably like, would you call me? Like what? <laughs> what what's the honey? What's a honey bun? Like you, you can only get honey buns in like Seven Eleven now, you know. Um, so I I took a honey bun and I wrapped it in bacon and I smoked it. It was insane. It was so good. <laughs> it Dude, was that so sounds good.
2: phenomenal. Because I like my honey buns. <laughs> Warm, anyways. Warm, you know,
3: sticky. Uh, yeah, they can't be so, cold. So here's yeah. what I did. So I went, I went to my local 7-Eleven this morning, and I picked up two honey buns because whenever you get a honey bun, there's always the iced and the glazed. Yeah, which which right. honey bun are you going for? So I got them both. I was always an iced, an iced guy. I always got the ice, the white icing. Mm-hmm. What
0: but, what but, brand do you have, guys? That so, would have up there? Yeah, Little Debbie's, we, Mrs. Bears
3: tasty cake tasty cake okay Okay. yeah so i got both of them i'm like i'm wrapping (laughs) both of these i'm doing it doesn't smoke both how you you gotta do both just to see how they (laughs) react so so i friggin' wrap them both in bacon i smoked them it took about 45 minutes at about 275 for the bacon to really cook and render and smoke and the honey buns you would think that, like, how do you, how do you guys think the iced honey bun would look? The one with the white icing, like you would think, Very you would think it would melt. I, I right? it would melt off, right? It would just disappear. Not, dude, it did not. It looked like brand. The white icing did not budge.
1: <laughs> A lot of preservatives in that one, there. You.
3: <laughs> I'm trying not to be too loud to wake my kids so up, but the, yo, the honey, bun, thing, the honey bun, the honey bun is still talk cold. About some like processed crap. <laughs> that freaking thing sat in two seventy five for forty five minutes and that white icing didn't budge. It didn't even melt. No, I'm like crazy. how is that how is that possible? So I say that in my video that I'm gonna post tomorrow, but they were really good because that the sugars all got really like crunchy and uh it was it was incredible the the bacon almost candied itself because it was pushed up against all that mm. sugar um so it tasted like candy bacon Dude. they were out of this world if i saw them on a dessert menu at a restaurant i would order them in a heartbeat
2: your kids must love you for making all this,
3: <laughs> all this just
2: dessert candy does it
3: smoke i don't know
2: they're like that see if this smokes i don't know here's a lappy tappy <laughs> <You know?
3: laughs> yeah it's it's fun man but the cap crunch they did like the cap and crunch because they were like <laughs> rice crispy treats so i did give them give them that so can it, well, can I make a
0: suggestion? Can I? Can I? Um, instead of just posting it on TikTok, uh, so probably about three months ago or a couple of months ago, uh, we we visited one of our um, fast food restaurants, Whataburger. I don't think that's up there in your area. And I'm not sure if you've heard of it before, but
3: Whataburger? They, Whataburger, yeah, yeah, that's Wahlberg, right?
0: No, 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 no. no that's not, Wahlberg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so. Different. They, uh, they they end up screwing up my order like bad, and I had to go back and it, uh, had to really kind of like control myself to become that guy. I was like, man, just just please just make it right. I know you're not doing it on purpose. So they made it right, so they threw in a couple of uh, fried apple pies. I was like, all right, cool, cool. So I got home, and, and uh, it was for the kids. We we had the smoker fired up, and we're fixing to go to town on some, I don't know, bacon wrap boudin and chicken and stuff like that. And we're like, like, hey, uh, why don't we just maybe throw a couple of slices of bacon around this fried pie and throw <laughs> in a smoker? Dude, it was
3: awesome. So, I've hey, gotten apple pie a couple times. Have you? Okay. People want me to smoke apple pie. I haven't done it yet, but
1: Well that's what you gotta do. You gotta get one of them little hand pies or fried pies, whatever you call them? Who was it that yeah,
0: made those back like, in I'm
3: the not, day? Was I, it little I Debbie's I don't bake. I don't bake, so I'm not like making an apple pie. And no, freeze, I, I smoke. think
0: you're probably just rolling by McDonald's and just getting a couple of their. Just get the little box yep, pies. Their fried pies, yeah, yeah.
3: Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. That would be cool and smoke, wrap them in bacon and smoke. I'm doing it and I'll tag you guys.
0: Yeah,
1: for
3: sure. <laughs> well, let me
0: ask you, <laughs> uh, other than the, 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 does it smoke? What is the weirdest thing you've ever barbecued?
3: Oh. Uh, Meat wise. Meat wise, the weirdest. Um,. Yeah, outside of the does it smoke stuff, I I just did, I didn't smoke it or barbecue it, but it kind of still in the same genre, you know, um, in the same niche. It's uh, I did beef tongue. Um, I just did cow tongue last week.
0: That's, that's one thing I've never ventured into.
3: Yeah,
1: we did uh, get so a message
3: a from somebody answer, about then. that if too. You've never, if you've never eaten it, it's a pretty good answer then.
1: Yeah, somebody yeah. somebody actually sent us a message saying asking about your beef tongue, saying that it looked phenomenal and that they can't wait to try something like that.
0: I did yeah, see the really, I did see you do you did beef cheeks, but I did not see the uh, beef tongue.
3: Oh, those beef cheeks were incredible. Oh yeah, um, you know the beef cheeks were insane. And so when I got the beef cheeks, I got I get a lot I get all my meat, all the wagyu that I get from Blackhawk Farms. Um, who I'm partnered with and uh, they're out of Kentucky just incredible small farm small business and they're great um plug for them but they uh they sent me the beef cheeks and they're wagyu beef cheeks so I did them with a porter beer and and sweet onions and just let them friggin smoke until they reach like 210 mm-hmm. and they just fell apart and I did tacos with them and then um I was like, man, I want a beef tongue. So I so they sent me a beef tongue, uh, Wagyu beef tongue. And my memories of beef tongue are so bad. I have family. I have family in, in uh Ohio, in Columbus and Fulton. Columbus is, you know, in the city, and then Fulton is like in the sticks, like cow tipping, you know, area. We go there and, and like go gigging for frogs and yeah. have frog frog legs, you know. But my aunt Norma would always make beef tongue. I swear, if we went there for four nights. We would have beef tongue three nights of the week, and it was she like boiled it in water mm. with like salt, and then and then like just sliced it. I don't even think she took the skin off. So you're like <laughs> thick the taste buds.
1: Uh, that's the bark.
3: My memories were so damaged that I was like, man, I think I've gotten to a point where I could do something pretty good with that. And I asked um, Ben to send me a beef tongue, and he did. And then I started researching a little bit, and I found – I'm a big, huge fan of Guga Foods on YouTube. I don't know if you guys know Guga.
0: Hmm, I don't think so.
3: All right, look him up. He's a legend. G-U-G-A. He has two YouTube accounts, both in the millions, Um, Guga Foods, and then he has a, a page called Sous Vide Everything. where he does everything with sous vide, everything he cooks, he sous vides. Uh, So I I took his recipe from his sous vide everything, beef tongue, and I sous vide the beef tongue. So I brined it, I brined it for 24 hours, and then I I put it in the sous vide for 24 hours. So it sat in my kitchen for 24 (laughs) hours in the sous vide container. Uh, and imagine, imagine how my vegetarian wife felt for that day.
1: I'm sure your boys thought it was awesome.
3: Oh, uh, they thought it was so cool. But she's like, is there really a tongue sitting on my kitchen counter? Uh, <laughs> I think no. You know, she's cool. She's not like a crazy vegetarian that like is, you know, um, nuts, but she's, uh, she didn't like it. But I did that for 24 hours and then I took it out and chopped it up and I seared it in cast iron with a little bit of butter and got a little texture on it. And man, if I handed you one, you would have no clue. It was beef tongue. Um, and it completely changed my entire thought process of those damaged memories that I had back when <laughs> I was a kid.
0: They looked amazing. What does it resemble, oh, uh, texture-wise, taste-wise? What does it rem-
3: resemble? Are we talking steak Ugh. or is it like liver?
0: Liver. Okay. Okay.
3: Like, 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 kind of grainy and mushy. Um, yeah, like that grainy kind of feel. If you don't change that texture, and that's what needs to be done. Like, yeah. you have to, you have to, unless you like it. Like, you have to change that texture, at least for me. And that's what the cast iron did. Um, It really turned it into just, you know, super flavorful. And the brine, I don't brine things a whole lot, but the brine really did help it too. So I actually called Black Hawk the other day and I asked him. My mom lives down in uh, South Carolina in Myrtle Beach now. And she's the one that made me eat beef tongue when I was a kid growing up, whenever we went to Ohio. So I had Ben send her one. So she, she texted me today. She got a box with beef tongue in it this morning. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I'm like, go ahead, Mom. Do, do your work.
2: <laughs>
3: That's um, awesome, dude.
1: So we did get a couple of questions from uh, from listeners. And this first one, uh, you might be able to guess who this is from. But they said, <laughs> ask him what it feels like to have the second best mac and cheese on TikTok.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah I, get, I know who that is. That's your. <laughs> that's your. That's your previous guest that you had before me. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, I I do have to before we wrap up. I have to say that, um, you know, anything that I've done on social media, especially TikTok, um, you know, and a couple of these other platforms that I'm on, that have grown because of my TikTok, um, any brand deals i've done all that kind of stuff i would not have done any of it if it wasn't for T. like and that's you know as blunt and straightforward as i could be she is the first one that she's the reason i got on tiktok um she had hit me up one day on instagram because we kind of we're both from jersey right and she was like hey Um, I'm on this new app. They reached out to me. They want me to be in their creator program. Do you think you'd want to try it? I think you should. They pay, Um, you know, a monthly, a monthly pay for you to post like 30 videos. and, And no one knew what TikTok was at this point. And, uh, I was like, oh yeah, let's do it. And the rest is history, man. It's, you know, so none of this would and she knows it. I, t- I tell, tell, tell her all the time, um, you know, none of this would be possible without, you know, her pushing me. And what's so cool is we keep in touch. You know, we talk every day, me, T and uh, a friend of ours, Erica, uh, who uh, who we've gotten, you know, to be really good friends with too. Um, cook like Erica, I believe is her. She just changed her name because she was keto but um she she wanted to kind of venture out of that keto you know box rebrand Um, yeah because she cooks just such awesome food man and keto has been great for her but she can do so much more so um but the two of them man they're they're like the sisters i've never had and uh that's what's so cool about social media is to be able to make some real friendships and relationships with people that honestly you've never met face to face and it's kind of crazy
1: <laughs> yeah for sure I, I, but yeah her,
3: her mac and cheese her mac and cheese is good i made it i, I made her recipe and she <laughs> made mine we had a little battle on tiktok with it and uh i'm gonna have to get her again we got to do another battle you guys should uh, i feel like we need to t- throw down in that mix as well <laughs> well, here's what we need to do, I think. I think that you guys need to DM her and I, or maybe post it in your stories or something. And because her and I, we had a lot of fun with that challenge on TikTok. Like there was a ton of engagement. People were commenting, like really loved, people love beef. And yeah, I mean, in terms of drama, drama. right? Mm-hmm. People love when pe- people have, you know, beef with each other. And T and I do a real good but kind of getting back and forth at each other in a respectful way. Um, but some of these people on TikTok think you're serious because <laughs> they don't they don't know you. And it, it, it increases the, the value of everything when that when you're part of that. So she actually we were talking the other day like, yo, we need to do another battle. Like, let's figure out what to battle on. I'm not doing a breakfast item because she's like the breakfast queen. There's no way I would compete with that. Um, The mac and cheese was fun. So we got to come up with something else. And, uh, you know, maybe you guys could throw something out for us. Okay. And we could do it.
1: For sure. Absolutely.
3: But she does, by the way, she does have a smoker in her backyard. So, like, smoked food isn't off the table. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you want to throw me a little advantage, I was just going to say
1: uh, that doesn't seem super fair, but uh, yeah, we can do that.
2: <laughs> now is this uh, this going to be geared more for our area or for up where you guys are at? Everywhere, because the uh, the I mean the nature of the food could change for sure. Because down here, yeah. I like me some manual. You know what I mean? Like you smoke me some of that? I'm gonna be good. <laughs> Okay, so
1: yeah, let me uh, let me ask you one more question because I know we're getting short on time here, and uh, this is actually a question we got from a couple different people like that are really trying to grow their social media, and obviously you're just killing it. What like do you have one tip for somebody that's really trying to grow their social media? Like what what should they do? What do they? What do you do?
3: I think I think right now, you know, in addition to all the things that most people. That have had success will tell you like be consistent, post good content, give value, provide value. Like you'll hear all those same things. But I think right now what is a huge, huge thing for people, because I think a lot of people are lacking it in their daily life because of the situation we're in. Um, and I've, I've even we've even talked to T about this, like show your face, show your personality be who you are and show yourself on camera. You know, you're building a relationship with these people. You really are like your followers become your friends. Like they really rely on you for entertainment, for laughs, for recipes, for content, for, I mean, they really are. So to be able to, Look at your phone while you're filming, and talk in a way that is real and shows who you are. is a huge, huge thing that I think helps me have the success that I have. Like I, I look at a lot of accounts, a lot of guys that I'm really good friends with now. Um, Max the Meat Guy, he's awesome. Like he's so so good at what he does he just made this steak cake i don't know if you guys saw that
1: i did see it that. went
3: yes. crazy viral like he he has people ripping off his idea and and just i don't, I, I hate saying ripping off because he's inspiring people to do it and that's a better way to say it yeah uh and but his his production value of his videos is like through the roof. um Nick Di Giovanni, who's a buddy of mine, blowing up right now on TikTok. I think he's re- he's he's gone from he's gone from a million to like almost four million in like three weeks. Mm. Um, the kid's just killing it. He was on Master Chef last season with Gordon Ramsay and made it to the final three. The kid's twenty two years old. Like he his production value of his videos is like through the roof. People love him. For me. I think they love me because I carry my phone in my hand in my kitchen with my dogs barking and my kids at my ankles trying to light my charcoal <laughs> right. in my friggin' backyard. You're keeping it you real. Know? I mean, you're, you're right, like, yeah. like you know. But that's real for them because they don't have kids. Nick's 22, friggin' living his dreams. You know, like that's <laughs> what got a whole studio set up in his house. Right. Like, but people love that. Like they want to be 22 doing that, you know? So Nick's inspiring people by what he's doing and what he's been able to achieve. Max is inspiring people in his way. I inspire people my way, you know? So there's so much value out there. And I think a lot of it has to do with how much you really show yourself. Um, The first thing you see in any of our videos is our face. Go look at any of Nick's videos, any of Max's videos, any of Chef Cuso's videos. You know, all these guys, they, they're they showing their personality, their, you know, their face. You know, T it does a great job of it now, showing her face. Um, people want to know who she is, you know. Um, so that's my best advice is, like, be willing to, sh- to be you as much as you can. It's hard sometimes because you feel like... You got to say a certain thing or act a certain way because you're on camera, and it's just not true, man. I think people want the real thing, you know, as much as they can get it. Yeah, I, I see John over here taking notes. I mean, he's really good.
0: yeah. I mean,
1: we're already up to like we're up to like 300 followers on TikTok, so I'm not we're gonna you know
3: it, crushing it, I got you. I'll do edit video. Perfect. <laughs> so before, so I did, but that's like things things like that. You know what I mean? Like I started. A couple weeks ago, I've gotten away from it because I've had to focus on a couple other things. But I started this thing called a food slap. And yep, I, I, was posting, I was posting videos every day. I would pick one a day. I would pick one account um, that I thought was a great account. And I focused a lot on younger kids that were wanting to cook and be chefs. And I would take one of their videos and I would duet it. And I had a piece of meat and I would slap it, you know because it was called it the hashtag was food slap and slap stands for spread love and positivity.
1: Wow, I so, didn't know that
3: part. Spread love and positivity. So I was so I was handing out food slaps. Wow. So I was okay. spreading okay. love and positivity through food and helping grow small accounts, you know. So a couple of the first ones I did and I'm excited to get back to doing it, but the first couple that I did, the one kid had the one kid, his name is Cook, Ryan Can't Cook. He's a young kid. He's like 16 or 14. Ryan Can't Cook, if you guys look him up on TikTok. The okay. kid is a riot. He's a riot. I love him. He's like, he's like one of my adopted students now. Um, but I food slapped him. And when I did it, he had like 900 followers. He's up to like, I think he's almost at like twenty k now. Wow, damn! And it's and it's been like three weeks, but the food slap helped. He gained about five thousand in like the day that I slapped him. Holy he shit. gained like five thousand followers. Well, could you but just slap then, the shit out of us? <laughs> it hurts so know,
2: good. <laughs> <right>?
3: <laughs> but then, but then he took that momentum and he just started busting out content, man. You could look, you know, his, his, the quality of his content, his personality. Cause I told him, you watch one of this kid's videos, his voice is just different. Like the way he talks, the way he, it's just engaging. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that works. That's what does it. It's either that or create some kind of big beef drama type thing and grow your account that way. Right. <laughs> well, nobody wants that kind of nonsense. <laughs> or steal someone else's yeah. content. There's a lot of people out there stealing content, growing their accounts too. Yeah, sure. and that's pretty money. shitty. That's been happening for years, so there's no way around it.
2: Right, man. So uh, you know, like like James said, we're running out, you know, we're running out of time, but uh what's, you know, just in closing, man, what's in the future for you, man?
3: Yeah, guys, I'm I'm like riding this social media thing out as long as I can. I'm looking forward in the spring hopefully to get back at The the catering and events and being around with with the people um, that I teach with and, you know, the community that I'm in, be able to start serving up some food again, because that's that's what I love doing the most. Um, You know, the social media thing has really blown up and I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. So that's become uh, almost like a full time job. Um, So I'm excited about that. Uh, There might. Be some conversation in the next year about a brick and mortar um about a restaurant style texas style maybe you know shack that people could come to grork boys well we'll see hell yeah uh you know but uh yeah grork boys barbecue on all social media um i'm just looking forward to continuing to grind out content and and cook and just keep spreading love man this uh Food's a special thing, man. You guys know it. It brings people together in a way that not many things do. And uh, that's why I got into it. It's why I stayed in it. And it's why I'm so passionate about it now. So um, being able to meet meet you guys and, and people like T and, um, you know, that legit feel like family is something that there aren't many hobbies that you can say that about.
0: Totally agree. Really quick, I know Thanksgiving is uh, right around the corner. Are we smoking or are we frying a turkey? I'm smoking it. Okay. Yeah. Any, I'm smoking. Any tips uh brining, injecting, all of the above? So,
3: so I got a tip from uh from a buddy of mine, Chad Rosenthal, who has a restaurant in Philly called The Lucky Well. And I've talked to him a lot about turkeys and he does turkeys every Thanksgiving. Uh, at his restaurant and and sells them to go you know for for pickup and he rubs the skin in mayonnaise before he seasons it and smokes it mm, interesting Mayo wraps that he's rubs the whole freaking turkey in mayo <laughs> and i'm a huge mayo fan i love it but the mayo just provides some incredible moisture um, it, it works well. I put butter under the skin, um, mayo on the skin and it helps get that nice crisp skin. Um, the one I did last year was my first time doing that. It turned out great. I think there's a few things I'll do to tweak and, and hopefully make it a little better, but try that Mayo trick and, and let me know how that goes. Okay.
0: No, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we've heard the Mayo trick, uh, you know, when you're trying to brown up some bread or, yep. you know, doing the buns and making hamburgers and stuff like that. So Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Always.
3: Yep. Yep. I'm a mayo guy on my grilled cheese. Yeah. I think John turned us on this right now. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So mayo on your turkey before you smoke it. All right.
0: We'll try it, man. There it is. Yep. So, hey, Matt, uh, I know you didn't get into this thing for to get uh, praises and and all that stuff, but hey, we thank you for the stuff that you're doing and and the the, the community work and the the philanthropy work that you're doing in your community. Hey, admirable. We're salute. Yeah. Definitely, and we thank you for being on the show. We wish you the best luck, and hopefully, we can catch up with you a little bit da- uh, later on down
3: the road. You know it, guys. I appreciate. It. Thanks for having me. All right, yes, take so care, later.
1: Matt. Thanks, brother.
3: Awesome, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it
2: was solid. I liked it, man. It was it was fun. He's engaging, you know. And I mean, he he's a talker. I love that guy. Very personal yeah. He's very personal. That dude loves people and loves He does. You can tell, man. I feel like if
0: Jan, I mean, Jan probably missed out on this one. I feel like this is probably a a perfect interview for Jan, just like T was. I mean, just very uh, engaging, right in just that whole personality. We wouldn't
1: have to
2: drag anything out.
0: I think if Jan was here, we'd probably just be all just sitting on the sideline, just like Letting those two talk? Listening, yeah. I'd
2: okay. be leaving in the morning at four o'clock, like, hey, uh, all right, guys, I'm taking that, I'm out of here. You yeah. know, because they'd be they'd still talking. No, man, but it was awesome, man. Um, That dude's so admirable. Like, what he does is awesome, dude. You know what I mean? It's, and, and he's just a personable person, man. It, it's There's no other ways to. to, <laughs>
0: to yeah, say I mean, it for, the, for the people out there that are they're maybe uh, striving to cook barbecue or striving to maybe grow your social media right let them slap you definitely we want to get slapped shit out of us i mean yeah go for it bro
2: (laughs) call me bitch oh i'll take that slap all right damn it i make good barbecue all right bitch slap me all day i don't care (laughs) what is wrong with you i have no idea
1: (laughs) (laughs) but seriously hey we really appreciate you coming on uh matt so
0: yeah that was awesome all right hey uh like we said in the beginning, I mean, we didn't have, we had a little technical difficulties with Matt not be able to not Matt Gork, but Matt, uh, um, Sorge or, other partner on the show. So, Sad that he wasn't here, and then sad that uh, Jan decided that he was going to go to Vegas. That's some a bitch. Celebrate decided. his decided uh, okay, anniversary. I'm not talk about that. No, no, no. We're, hey, Damn. hey, congratulations to them. I mean, it's their anniversary happy, today. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Hey, and it's Veterans Day too. So it is. we thank Veterans all Day. the men and women that have served this country. We salute you guys. Absolutely. All right. Hey, Alden, can you give these guys the, the business? business?
2: I sure can, homie. You guys know what's due, man. I'm, you know, I've been telling you guys for about how many, how many years? Been doing this, fifteen years. One year. One okay. year. Okay, been, been one, year. <laughs> one year. So not that many years I've been telling you guys, but man, you guys know what's do. It's been seven. What's that song? Was Eighteen it? days, saving Abel. I don't know. Uh, nah, but I think I was in enough Smash of around. the nonsense. But uh, guys, you know where to go, man. Um, you know www how many W's I put in there just now? That was the right amount that time. www.grabhaminthebrisket.com so
0: Yeah, I think that, if you put four W's, it takes you to some alternate reality.
2: Right, yeah. That's the dark web.
1: What, what if you we put don't two? Go there.
0: Then I don't really know. Then probably yeah. the government's going to knock Anyways, on your door. Yeah. Go, go to
2: grabthebrisket.com Alright, so yeah, go to grabthebrisket.com um, which is on Twitter as well, right? Grab, at grab in the brisket, at grabthebrisket all of them. I don't know. These guys threw me off just now. Uh anyhow, guys, uh, you know where to go, man. Um, you can find anything that you need from us on our website. It's www.grabeminthebrisket.com in the Comment uh good, bad, and different. You know, we love the response from our listeners. We do. We really love it, you know, and some of you guys will want to say, like, hey, I love you guys. I want to meet you. Some of you guys will be like, I still want to meet you too, even though you hate me, but uh you know what I mean? So exactly. Uh like I say, man, um get you know, our merch there, you know, uh you can drop some content on like hey, you want to ask some questions, you know what I mean? You know, we'll bring them up. Uh so that's where it is, guys. www.grabeminthebrisket.com
0: Yeah, so we we appreciate the support, guys. Hey, and go out there and check out Matt Gork and Gork Boys Barbecue, the Instagram page. I know it'll probably take you to a site that maybe you can probably Buy a couple of T-shirts or maybe do a little uh, um, funding for the causes and, and support him and what he's doing. And then if you want to slide over there and grab a grab him the brisket T-shirt, by all means, go for it. Yeah, or like 12 of them. That'd be cool. Half a dozen, maybe yeah. Baker's dozen. Baker's dozen, for exactly. sure. we love that. Yeah, It's like 14, right? Okay. We appreciate it, guys. <laughs> we'll see you later. Later.
1: As Matt would say,
0: thanks. We've been great. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. Thanks for listening, guys. Special thanks to our sponsors, Jealous Devil Charcoal, Getty, Cooley Nation, Cambro Manufacturing, Texas Brew Hopper, Smoke Sheet, and Fiesta Spices.
3: For more information on those companies, please check out our website at GrabbingTheBrisket.com.